0: Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. I'm so very happy you joined us today on this episode. I have an exciting announcement. We are celebrating our 4,000th listen to This Week in the Word. And you know who's the most amazed and excited about this? (laughs) That would be me. Imagine my amazement. I'm stunned that the Lord has used this podcast and over 4,000 times it has been listened to, mainly in America, but a few places outside our country as well. Well, welcome today, and we're gonna be talking about it's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. I remember in high school one time in a football locker room I heard some of the other players and you know guys I went to school with in high school talking about over the weekend they had pellet gun fights out in the woods and I just I thought about that just the logic of that and I was going like duh <laughs> And you might be asking yourself well surely they were wearing masks and goggles not these guys, come on, <laughs> they were literally out in the, in the woods having what would amount today to what we would call a paintball fight, you know, paintball battle. But, you know, today we wear goggles and masks and all of that. Well, I'm pretty sure they weren't. They would go out in the woods and chase each other around and shoot at each other with pellet guns, And that comes under the category of it's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out, for sure. Well, you know, when we think about the Marxist revolution that's well underway right now to flip America to Marxism, when you think about that, uh, yeah, it's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. It sounds good when you talk about it and you think that you somehow are going to be one of the great leaders in that and you're just going to benefit immensely, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what the Marxist revolution, if it's successful, would lead to if America is flipped from freedom to Marxism. It's not about capitalism, buddy. It's about freedom, freedom, And that's what's trying to be stopped in America ultimately. But let me tell you what that would be like. You see, right now you're thinking, whoa, boy, man, you know, if, if we could just flip this country, it is gonna be great for me. Not so fast. I want you to think about something. The people, I'm talking about at a very high philosophical level, at least the way they look at it, at a very philosophical level, the people who are designing and orchestrating and leading this thing, they're not the people out on the streets. They're the people that know where they want to drive this thing. They intend to be firmly in control. You're not gonna be leading anything and they don't really care about you. I just want you to know that. You are only being used by others who have a grand design that you're not part of. Now, let me tell you what a Marxist America would, would look and feel like. What it would be would be top-down, know-it-all, global government types telling you what you can't think, where you can't go, what you can't do, and what you can't say. In other words, it's misery on a never-ending installment plan, where unintended consequences of the policies of these geniuses regularly take things from bad to even worse. And if you want a microcosm of what that's like, look at any major American city today that is dominated by people with socialistic tendencies They often are in the Democrat Party. Hey, I don't hate Democrats. I'm just saying this is how they think. They're pretty much telling us today this is the modern Democrat Party. (laughs) Look at how their cities are. That they want to spread to the entire country, every city, every town and village. And they think they know best and... You know, maybe some of them really have good intentions. I doubt that. But even if they do, they just simply don't understand the way life works and the way people behave. That's why they can't even run a city. But, hey, what do I know, right? Let's just put the entire country of America under the control of people that can't even run a city. Oh come on, man! That's crazy. <laughs> now, personally, I've done a lot of thinking about this, and and we're going to get to the Bible in just a minute. But I've done some thinking about it, and I think what I call the Panic Demic is a dress rehearsal for life after the revolution. And if you love your life right now, under the lockdowns, the shutdowns, and the mask wearing, and the panic, and all of that. Well, hey, it's just going to be great after the revolution, and you'll like it, or else. Trust me on that. You see, it's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. Well, what if I don't like it, Pastor Ed? Oh, you will like it, or you will be marginalized, punished, re-educated, or if you're really a hard-boiled type, you will be disappeared. And I'll let you figure out what that might mean. You see, I've seen this movie before, and I can actually read, (laughs) and I read history. And I want you to think about what I'm saying. Think in terms of things like the French Revolution, the Russian Revolution, the rise of the Nazis, the cultural revolution in China under Mao, the Cuban revolution, the Khmer Rouge of Pol Pot's Cambodia, where there were literally millions of Cambodians who were murdered because they wouldn't go along with Pol Pot's crazy ideas about socialism and Marxism that he learned in the universities in France where he was educated. Or think about how ISIS will dominate an area and be so heavy-handed murdering innocent people. You know, stuff like that there. Listen, the results are the same. Enslavement. Now, it all sounds good It's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. But you know, that reminds me that that same saying, uh, and I actually heard that saying sometimes growing up, and probably many of you did too, uh, seem to take all the fun out of being a kid, right? (laughs) It's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. Well, you know, I think about life itself. You see, as people, When we're born, we're born on the road, spiritually. What what do I mean by that? Well, every time a person is born into this world, they're born on the highway to hell. They're already heading for a place that Jesus Christ spoke of as hell. They're born on that road. Every person needs the exit. Each one of us need the gate to heaven to get off of the highway to hell. Now, Jesus Christ, who defeated death and offers salvation, and who is coming back to take over, spoke about this in Matthew chapter 7, verses 12 to 29. Many people, me included, consider Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7 to be a great large sermon, a message delivered by Christ. And so many important things he addressed in that. But here at the end of that long message, uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, we often call it, is Matthew seven verses twelve to twenty nine. Now I don't know about you, but I like to I like to study biographies and history, and I like to see what happened in the life and the the um, the service of many people. If if they're in Christian work, I like to see what happened in their ministry. And I especially pay attention to Jesus Christ because he is the only one who ever lived in heaven before he was born as a baby on this earth. And he was born without sin, never sinned during his life. And trust me, he was under the microscope. He was crucified for our sins that our sin debt could be paid. And you know, if he would have just been killed and buried and we never heard from him again, it would still be a great story. But Jesus Christ conquered death. Now, no one has ever done that on their own. He did that. Now, Jesus in his earthly ministry raised people from the dead, but they would all die again. At some point, maybe, you know, maybe 30, 40 years later, but they would pass away again. When Jesus Christ came out of that tomb and he was seen by more than 500 people, they knew that he had a real body. They knew that he could talk with them. They observed him eating with them. They saw him in many different locations under many different circumstances. They were so completely satisfied and convinced that he had conquered death that many of them, especially the apostles, actually were willing to go to their deaths and never recant their testimony to the risen Christ. They absolutely knew it was the truth. So when someone like that has something to say, I really listen up. How about you? In Matthew chapter 7, verses 12 to 29, this is the end of the Sermon on the Mount from the Lord Jesus Christ. And you could think of this as where he's he's closing that sermon, that message, and he's, he's calling for a decision. He's drawing the net spiritually and calling on those listening to him to make a decision for him are against him. And right now, if you have never trusted Christ as your savior and lord, you are in that exact position. In Matthew 7:12 to 29, we read these words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. For it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. My friends, in life, it's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. Let's get real here regardless of what happens to America, regardless of many things that may happen in your life personally, here's the truth. One day, you will die. And you are right now, either on the highway to hell, born on that highway, or because you took the exit the gate, that narrow gate, the hard way through Jesus, because you've done that, you left the highway to hell and you're now on the the pathway to heaven because of your faith in Jesus Christ and who he is. You've been convicted of your sin that you are indeed a sinner and you do sins because you are a sinner and you have experienced repentance from sin. You, you see sin for what it is and you've turned from that. Are you perfect? Absolutely not. But you you know what sin is and that is not your heart. You want the righteousness of Christ and you have a an ongoing living belief and faith, and trust, a relationship right now with Jesus Christ. You're on the road to life, to heaven, through Jesus. He is actually the gate, the door to heaven. But if you've never experienced the things I just spoke about, you're still justifying and defending your sin whatever it may be, you refuse to turn from sin and you've gone out of your way to avoid Jesus Christ at all costs, then my friends, you are still on that highway to hell that you were born on and you need to take the exit. You need that straight, narrow gate jesus christ that you might get on the pathway to heaven through him it is all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out and that would be your death your death will seal your fate if you're on the highway to hell right now now if you're trusting christ you have been born again by the Spirit of God through your conviction of sin, repentance from sin, and your faith in Jesus Christ alone, then your fate is sealed as well, and it's good. (laughs) You are on your way to heaven, and no matter what happens in America, no matter what else happens personally in your life or your family, no one, can pluck you out of the hand of Jesus Christ. You are his and you're heaven bound. Amen. Well, to those of you who know you're still on the highway to hell and this troubles you to the core of your soul, I'm going to have you call a number. I'm going to say it twice. You won't be speaking with me, but you will speak with someone who can give you spiritual counsel That you might get off the highway to hell and onto the pathway to heaven through Jesus Christ. Here's the number 888 537 8720. One more time 888 537 8720. You can get spiritual help there. Your question's answered. You can come to Christ right now, really, but if you have questions, you can get the help you need by calling that number. Maybe you are already a Christian, but you you know you need to grow and you need to be more for Christ because of what He's done for you. Maybe you need spiritual growth. You can call that number as well. One more time, 888-537-8720. And you can get the spiritual help that you need. Listen, I'm so glad you joined us today. A fairly short podcast compared to what our podcasts often are. But I'm so thrilled that you listened. And I hope that you have much to consider spiritually. I urge you, if you're not yet a Christian, become one today. If you are a Christian, live like one today. Please help me share this on social media. Share this very episode by, by simply getting it out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever else you use, and tell people how to find us. They can find us on iHeartRadio podcast and places like that. But just tell them, hey, the easy way is just type in the search bar already. www.dredhill.podbean.com That's D-R, no period after that, dredhil p o d b e a n dot ncom That's the easiest way to find us. More people need to know about Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening. I look forward to sharing with you again on our next episode of This Week in the Word. Bye-bye.